Hello, everyone. This is Jack Miller, back with my main man, Todd. Todd, this is the one interview that um, I really don't want to do. I don't think anyone in America wanted to do, and it's just a national tragedy. We keep doing it over and over again. I know. Though. Well, I mean, it's like my, it's like banging your head against a wall. It's unbelievable. I, I don't want to say we're lucky enough. That's a terrible word. I can't think of any other words to introduce Andrew Pollock who's the father of Meadow Pollock, who was one of the precious young women who were taken from us in um, the Stoneman Douglas High School. Andrew, you were there? Are you with us? I'm here with you. I, I got it. I, I don't want to say I appreciate it. I, I don't know what to say to you um, other yeah. than, you know, we're here to give you a platform. I know you've come out with this eight-point plan, which I think is perfect. I mean, it's a great way to get started and jump through all the nonsense, but maybe if you could just clue America in a little bit, if it's not too painful, and if it is, I understand, on Meadow, just her personality. You know, we all have daughters and sisters, and just tell us a little bit about her, if you would. First, I'd like, uh, just hearing her name kills me, man. I, I can't even tell you what it does to me when I hear my daughter's name, because it sinks in, you know, reality that I'm never, ever going to see my kid again now because 18, uh, this 18, 1958 shot her. So when I hear her name, it kills me. Uh, they it took uh, her away from me. Uh, she was going to graduate. This week's graduation, I got every news media on in the continent calling me about graduation. But uh, I'm not going to go to graduation. It'd be too painful for me. Instead, I'm working. I've been working around the clock. So Meadow was going to go to college in the fall. She was enrolled at Lynn University. She was, I uh, have two boys, two older boys. And, uh, you know, Meadow was the most like I was, you know, grown, uh, she was the toughest out of my three. And I'm not going to be able to see her walk down the aisle or have grandkids with her, you know, it's a, it's a, it's brutal. I think not it's, easy. I think it's any parent's, any person's worst nightmare in life is losing a child. I think anyone will tell you we are so sorry. We, we honestly, we're, we're walking on eggshells here. So please bear with All us. All right. I could take it. The, but I know it's not easy. That's why I went to Texas right. because it's not, it's not easy to talk to a parent that lost a kid. Cause there's nothing you could say. There's nothing anyone can do. That's going to ease your pain. Right. Yeah. The only thing that could ease your pain a little is, if someone's in the same uh, shoes of you uh, that you're in, you know that they feel your same pain. But other than that, there's nothing anyone could say to you or do to you that's going to make you feel better. Uh, it's not getting better. Time doesn't heal losing a kid. I could tell you that. that today's as painful as uh, the day I found out they, they murdered my kid. Right. Day, my now, a lot of people who, and unfortunately it is a lot of people at this point, who are in your shoes, um, they they sort of go the gun control route, which is sort of like banging your head yeah. against a wall. It seems like there's nothing changing on that front. And you've taken things a little bit differently with your with your sort of aim at um, school security and improving safety within the school itself. So why don't you talk a little bit about your class initiative? Well, I, I came about it after the shooting when every media outlet on the on any way you look they were all discussing gun control uh, to me it's like it's really not a if someone mentions gun to control to myself that's really uh 
it's a deflection of what really needs to be done. And that, and that's make our schools safe right now. That's what we could do now. If someone wants to talk about gun control, it really deflects and, and it defeats uh, our objective of fixing the schools. Because you're going to, anyone that's going to get in tr uh, into a gun control de debate, it's going to be, it could take 200 years to figure that out. Right. But as a, as a country that we live in, we should be able to get these schools fixed within a month. But it doesn't happen, and our kids are still getting shot, and people are still sending their kids to school where they're not safe. You know, a judge, a judge isn't going to go to the courthouse and go to work if there were no metal detectors. No one in this day and age would get on a plane if there were no metal detectors. So, you know, but we continue to send people today, sent their kids to school where anyone could just walk in with a, with a pistol or, or, a, or a knife or a, an axe or a pipe bomb and, and kill the kids. So it's kind of, uh, you know, I, I don't get it. I'm just trying to do the best I can for the country. I love my country. My, my daughter's not here. I miss her like, like, like ever, anything you couldn't imagine. And to me, it's a simple, you need a perimeter. Like in my eight point plan, you go to americansforclass.org. You could see my eight point plan, but even if we did a few of those things right away, we could really make our schools a lot safer, like a perimeter, uh, entry, single entry points and metal detectors. So the kids cannot be safe. I don't care what anyone tells you without metal detectors. There's no way to make sure that these kids and teachers are safe in the classrooms. Do you think it's up to the individual school districts to act as opposed to the federal level? Because it seems to me that the federal level, nothing's going to get done. And the parents and the school board and the teachers, people have to bring it down to their communities to start implementing it. this. And is that your message? Well, that's what I'm doing right now in Broward. We have, uh, I live in a, a crazy county over here. I wish I, I would never live here if I had a choice again living in a, in a PC county uh, where they brought in leniency policies uh, that, that didn't hold, it doesn't hold, to this date, it's not changed. The superintendent and school board doesn't see any problems with giving kids five, uh, five or more chances of misdemeanors per school year of committing crimes where they could reword any, mister, any felony and make it into a misdemeanor where, it's, where there's no accountability with the police department. So what we what I've learned that from meeting with the president, the vice president, all his cabinet members, senators, uh, I, I learned over the last few months that the only way to get things done is at a local level. And that's what your PTA and your school board and your superintendent, you have to get involved. You have to see what's what the, their ideology is. Uh, what kind of behavioral intervention programs they have in your community and, and get involved. And if you don't like what's going on, you either got to move or you got to replace the school board. And that's what we're in the process of doing now. There's four seats in Broward County coming up and four or five seats. And we're looking to change a few of them so we can make a difference in our county, you know, change out the school board. That's the only thing you can do. Right. And how about monetarily? I mean, your eight-step plan, have you put a, a numeric value on what implementing, you know, that whole sort of go sheet would, would be for an average district? And is there, a, is there sort of a haves and haves nots around our country where certain school districts just don't have the fiscal capability to, to implement that? 
Uh, they're going to have to. The thing is, I'm not, a, I'm not, uh, it's not my expertise security, but you got, you got, you can't have an open campus. You got to have, you got to be able to do it. And you, you got to have metal detectors. And what we're doing in Florida too, to cut back, we're actually, some of the counties are going to be hiring veterans that I got, I'm behind, you know, the veterans, Veterans and retired law enforcement will be going through academies in some of the counties in Florida. They're going to be learning how to work at schools, uh, training for school-specific scenarios. And, and that's what some of the counties are doing now in Florida. So to save costs, because an SRO is a lot more money uh, when you're going through uh, the regular police department. So that, that's a way they could save. And they, what I would recommend is getting a company that's expertise that does this, you know, I, I, to, I, I what's can't, more important than our kids. You know what I mean? You got to find the money. I, I was just going to say, I, I don't believe money's an issue after nine 11. Look at TSA. God knows how much TSA is costing everyone at the airports. Yeah. You know, no, you, I get it. I you, mean, you know, it, it's our kids to, to me. This is more, it's unbelievable that the country's just letting this happen and they're just too busy yeah. fighting each other. The political parties, Listen, metal detectives, Metal detectors aren't that expensive. You could look, you know what I mean? I've seen them on Amazon. They're like four or 5,000 uh, for a metal detector. But I, I, you can't hold, I, I never really did the research. It's not my thing. I did the research on what should be implemented. I don't have all the costs. But I don't think metal detectors are that much money. And when it comes to uh, judges and stenographers and people in the courthouse, Nobody was looking, scratching their heads where they're going to get the money. Uh, after 9-11, they weren't scratching the money. So what, what's more important? You know, is a judge's life more important than my daughter's life or, or your kids or whoever's kids are going to school? The stenographer is more important than a teacher that's going to school? You know, all the financial, all the, the, the foreign aid that this country gives out. Listen, we got to find the money. It's us. It's our, our kids, you know, that it's society that we, you know, how could we fail these children about going to school? There's no reason that a teacher or, or a student should be worried about going to school that someone's going to shoot them. So we got to find out, you know, we got to find the money. Wherever it is, we got to find it and make it happen. I don't want to hear there's no money for our kids. Are people seem to be getting behind you and your what I call practical solutions ideas instead and getting away from this incessant fighting over the right and the left? Are you finding that people are getting behind your ideas? Uh, what's crazy is I'm I'm trying to stay as neutral as possible, you know, because I don't want it political. I want it to be I don't care what party you're with if you're a, a Republican or you're a Democrat. How could you not just want your kids safe? You know, how could we just not come together as as one party and say, look, let's figure it out. OK, let's just get these kids and their te and the teachers safe at school. But there's people out there, mentally challenged people that actually politicize it and make it uh, into something political, which I, I don't fall for it. I, I don't want to hear it. I want the kids and the teachers safe when they go to school. I have my political beliefs, but I don't let it get in the middle of, of children and teachers. You know, I, I'm going to do as neutral. I'm going to stay as neutral as I can to be as beneficial as I can for these kids and the teachers out there. Right. What can people do, the average Joe or Mary in America? Uh, obviously, they have to go to AmericansForClass.org. I would suggest also. Yeah, you guys are getting worse. Uh, the, your connection is getting worse. 
Do you? Am I coming in clear to you guys? Yeah, we sound, you, you sound you, great. You sound good. I apologize. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, I got you're coming in. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I can, I can make you out as long as you can hear me. I think you, you asked me about AmericansForClass.org. Yeah. What can people do? They should. Okay. So what we're going to do, my, my goal is to educate and be the voice of a lot of Americans' families out there. That, you know, we love our country. We, uh, that's what we uh, American values, keeping our kids safe. I want to raise money. Uh, possibly we're going to raise, well, we're going to raise money. We'll be able to help veterans uh, with training so we could place them at schools. Uh, I plan on going out back out to Texas again to help, to help support the families. So I have a lot of things going on right now. And I'm actually going, I'm not running for school board, but I'm going to uh, help. Uh, I'm, I'm with a candidate tonight. I'm actually going to go, I'm supporting and endorsing him. So I'm at a school board meeting. I've been going since about four o'clock this morning between, I was on Fox and Friends this morning, uh, CNN, uh, had some meetings uh, during the day. And now I'm going to go to the school board meeting because it's really so important to me to change this school board. Have you slept since the incident in Parkland? God. I sleep here and there. I don't need much sleep. I'm uh, I'm a lion. Uh, since they killed my kid, I have a heart of a lion, and I'm not going to quit until you know w- w- when that happened in in Texas. That killed me, man. My heart sunk into my stomach when they shot those. Uh, there was ten more murders in Texas. Right. And I hold myself. I take a little responsibility of not getting this out there as as important as I feel. I take personal responsibility in a way that we're not getting it done fast enough and I got to try and work harder to uh, to get this this eight-point plan in place, even if we could just do, you know, in Texas, they're wanding, I heard. I spoke with the governor's office. I think they're at least doing the wanding right now. So that's a start. Uh, I think the message is getting out throughout the country where not to just focus on the guns because that's going to take forever. Let's focus uh, what's going on at the school's what we could accomplish this month. Right. Right now. Well, Andrew, I appreciate you being on the show. I know how busy you are. Um, I don't know what to say to you. I spoke to your lovely wife this afternoon. Um, Again, my lack of words shouldn't be taken as anything of, I just don't know what to say to you guys, except we send our love. It's very tough, man. It's hard. I don't need, people don't know what to say to me ever, you know? Right. No one does. You know, I'm the dead kid's father. It's not that easy, you know? Do you? you, I think you're the crusader. I don't think you're the dead kid's father. I think you're the crusader who, I think she would be very, I think she is very proud of you. And I think she's giving you, I think she's with you today, giving you the support and Thanks. the encouragement you need, because the truth is, you're going to save other lives because of your awareness. That's unbelievable, right? Well, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best, and if people go to AmericansForClass.org, I get a lot of the emails. I try and answer a bunch of them myself uh, when, when, uh, when I'm driving or you know, wherever I have a few minutes. I'm always looking uh, at my phone and I'm sending out emails and responses. We have chapters. I'm helping people in Santa Fe right now. Uh, constantly, they're calling me, asking me for advice. So, and I, hopefully, I'm going to have a big fundraiser. You guys should uh, get in touch with me. I'm going to be doing something big in Texas for all the families out in Texas, also. Oh. So, I want you guys to keep in touch. You get in touch with me through my wife, Julie. 
We would I, love to I help. I promise I will. And anything we can do to help, we certainly will. And I, I don't know what to say except God bless you and your family. And I hope someday that you guys find whatever comfort you can in your daughter's memory and through your terrific um, actions on behalf of everyone else. And I'm sorry you have to go through this. We're all sorry, obviously. Yeah, you know, uh, if I could get these metal detectors in the schools, uh, that'll, uh, I'll feel like I accomplished something. Until these kids have metal detectors, I don't, you know, they're not going to be safe. Everything else is just talk. Uh, a lot of talk, what's going to be done. But everybody, the only way to make sure these kids are safe at the school is to make sure you're going through a metal detector. And they have it at a lot of schools now. It just has to be implemented. Well, I hope you have the strength to keep going, and I hope your wife has the strength to keep going. I will. Keep spreading the word, and thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And yep. everyone, go to americasforclass.org and follow Andrew, Andrew Pollock FL on Twitter. You get all kinds of good information. Andrew, God bless you, and I'm sorry we had to meet under these circumstances. Yeah, we wish right, we guys. could give you a big hug, but uh, be well. Thanks. Be well. Thank you. Thanks. Keep in touch, guys. I thank will. You. Thank you. All right. All right, bye-bye.